You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Forecast is brought to you by Mondo, Senior C, Tommy B, and Chickapedia. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 248th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. This week, we'll be discussing John Dies at the End and The Night House as selected by our all-knowing Wheel of Terrors last week. Yes, and as a reminder, we do tend to spoil things. So continue at your own risk. Both of these movies are streaming on HBO Go and HBO Now, so if you feel like it, check those out before continuing, especially if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. I love how during the spoiler warning, you always give spoilers to how you feel about the movies we're about to discuss. <laughs> I actually, that if wasn't... you feel like it. <laughs> that, that wasn't... Um, to both of them okay so we'll you know tbd more (laughs) continued listening if you want to hear more (laughs) oh i can't wait i'm trembling in anticipation (laughs) look i'm not a good liar okay (laughs) (laughs) but before we jump into today's films let's get started with the segment that we like to call trailer trash talk today's trailer is beast with an august 19th release date it's directed by balthazar cormark Coup. Kerr. Yes. Yep. You said yes, but you had no business saying yes to that. <laughs> no, but I just, I'm here to be supportive. I really appreciate the support. I previously directed Two Guns. It's written by Ryan Engel and Jamie Premiak Sullivan, um, who both worked on Breaking In. The IMDb summary is a father and his two teenage daughters find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on sorry intent on proving that the savannah has but one apex predator okay um (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) so if this movie is not about killing poachers i'm a hundred percent gonna be rooting for the animals in okay. this one sure, sure sure um love me some idris elba obviously i do not want uh any harm to come to him or his children but they are in the freaking savannah so animals <laughs> gotta do what animals gotta do is all i'm saying <laughs> carly's forever rooting for the animals yes yeah i uh i don't know who wants to see this movie but it's not me i feel like this movie has been made 18 times but none of them had idris elba in it it's true it's true never if this i don't even know if this is getting like a theatrical release date but like like, this is a white cis man's wet dream (laughs) (laughs) because it's like first of all I I know a lot of white cis men who are in love with Idris Elba, um, yeah. along with Ryan Reynolds. Those are like the two <laughs> dudes that white cis men universally want to fuck. 
which is weird and uncomfortable. Why isn't Ryan Gosling on that list? I know a lot of white cis men who would definitely date Ryan Gosling. <sighs> I don't. I feel I, like it's okay. always Ryan Reynolds and Idris Elba. I think Ryan Gosling's more of a chick magnet. I think both. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just throw all the Ryans in there. I think that that's fair, though. I mean, there's nothing. I'm, I am all for white cis men, like, exploring their sexuality in this way. <laughs> but I feel it's more like they want to be them, you sure. know? Sure. It's maybe a little less sexual than that. But I think it's more like they want to be them. But maybe it's a little sexual, too, and I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I feel like because it's Idris Elba and he's literally fist fighting a giant lion that like, <laughs> <laughs> like who else is going to see this movie <laughs> for white cis men? Does so anyone else my... want to see this? <laughs> in my in a perfect world for my brain. Sure. It would definitely be like. Like, I'm trying to think of the word that I'm I'm trying to think of, but like not confusing, but like confusing marketing where it is marketed as like a lion movie, but like then they're actually having to run away from like poachers and like outsmart the poachers. Like that's what I would want it to be because I feel like we should be beyond yeah. no, like murdering that's not animals. What this is. I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that's not what this is. I don't even know where you're coming up with that. <laughs> like you just totally. <laughs> well, because there were a lot of poachers with guns firing into the woods. And I saw people I... with guns. I did not know that they were poachers. Where did poachers that's... come from? That's just what they look like in my head. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. That's what it, I would like this sure. movie to be. Do I think that? No. 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 But that's why I said I, I will be rooting for the animals. Idris Elba is protecting his daughters from giant li- a giant lion um, by fist fighting it in the jungle. So, like, I, I, I don't. That's that's pretty much what I got out of this. But if you saw poachers, like, that's cool. We can go with that. That sounds more complex and interesting. Um, it's not in the plot from the summary at all that there's poachers. Um, but that doesn't mean that there aren't poachers. You know, there could easily well, no, be poachers. That's why I'm saying I would like it to be like, conf- <laughs> like you know, look over here, but sure. really it's about this. Right. But I, I don't like I don't think you that want it's there that. to be a deeper meaning than Idris Correct. Elba fist fighting a a lion i just want there. i want to think that we're beyond (laughs) using animals as like the boogeyman you know what i mean especially when they're like i don't think that we usually do use animals as the boogeyman i mean no but i'm i think what i'm saying is that in the past we have like that was a very like jaws like yeah. All the other Savannah movies were pe- were like tigers and lions are killing people. Sure. Th- like that was a very popular thing way back like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. I just mean that I want to think that we're we're more creative than that now. Right. Is all I'm saying. Uh, and we are. I think we've made several movies since that period of time that kind of prove that we also can root for the animal. But like, mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't have that hope with this movie. Yeah. I mean, you can. You can't have that hope. I just. I don't. You know, I don't, don't hold it. too tight to it because it yeah. might come crashing down on your face, you know? 100%. I have no expectations for this movie. How about that? Right, right, right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I will not see this movie unless forced. So there's that. I, I love Idris Elba. Like Justin- <laughs> He's great. 
But like, there's no way I'm going to see. No. Definitely not in the theater. Oh hell no! Uh, if it's it, if it appears on the wheel and it happens, so be it. But I am not going out of my way to watch Beast on August nineteenth. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, I I will wait till Justin Lore sees it and tells me how bad it is. <laughs> you know, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we got here. Um, that might be your thing. It definitely. If you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, "Wait, Idris Elba fist fights a lion," I'm in. Um, I get it. I know this. This movie has an audience. Absolutely, it is yeah. not. It is just not me. Tis not I. So there's that. Okay, moving on. Moving on. What's our Mo- first film of the day, Ms. Carly? We are going to be having a chat about <laughs> John Dies at the End from 2012, mm. written and directed by Don Coscarelli, uh, who also did Phantasm, Beastmaster, and Bubba Hotep, based on the novel by Jason Pargan, a.k.a. David Wong. The IMDb summary is, a new street drug that sends its users across time and dimensions has one drawback. Some people return no longer human. Can two college dropouts save humanity from this silent, otherworldly invasion? No, they can't. Spoiler alert, the dog does. The end. You just spoiled alert the movie before we even discussed it at all. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert two times at the beginning of this episode and then just then. So Sure, sure, sure. I've done my due diligence. Um, so Don Coscarelli is is an amazing human who created Phantasm, and I love Phantasm with all my heart and soul. Um Baba Hotep is equally as entertaining and redonkulous. <laughs> Fine. It's okay, not, not equally. It's not, not equally. Thing. It's not my thing. But I do have a lot of respect for Don Coscarelli, so please keep that in mind as I sh- proceed to shit on this movie. Yep. It's just, yep. it's just, what am I watching here? This movie's a mess, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's so messy. I started reading the book mm-hmm. and the book is fantastic if I've you heard. are into this kind of weirdness the book is really really entertaining and i have well i've been listening to the book on audible and i don't mean any disrespect to the actors in this movie but especially uh what's the guy's name david david he plays this character so flat that I was so bored and not really engaged at all watching him. Um, whereas when I originally, it's like I started reading it before I saw the movie, I watched the movie, and he's so like snappy and funny and sarcastic, and that's the way it's written, but then it just didn't translate well onto the screen. And I was so confused because I had only read I'd say maybe the first 3 3 and a half chapters before I started watching the movie and literally up until that's like the first hour of the movie. And the movie is only like an hour and 50 minutes or something like that. 
maybe an hour and 40, I was like, where, how are we wrapping up in 40 minutes when we only spent the first hour of the movie on the first three chapters? I was, the pacing was just really weird. I feel like there's so much content that it needed to be longer, but it probably couldn't have been. Um, it, it was just a miss for me. Making a movie out of a book is notoriously difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very rarely done right and yeah. very rarely done well. Um, and a lot of times you need to the pacing's the be- the hardest part mm-hmm. because books are longer than movies. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it takes yeah. a lot longer to read a book than to watch a movie. So, you know, you have a lot more time in a book to develop characters, um, have character arcs, and 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 have a lot of things happen, a lot of action happening in your books, and you only have like an hour and a half to do in a movie. So I, I, I think a lot of times the more successful movies we get that are uh, novel ad- adaptations are ones that will have multiple movies or... Um, just completely cut out parts of it, of the book itself. Now, I've never read John Dies at the End, so I can't comment to that. Uh, I have heard that it's great. Um, but I can tell you right now that it can't be anything like the movie because the movie is just very much not great. Um, I don't like any of the characters. I don't understand any of the characters' relationships because they they blurry and muddy that too quickly in the yeah. movie. So, like... The whole thing is they're doing these drugs that make everything different, basically. And so the whole time we're, like, seeing it differently from their point of view. So we don't understand anything that's going on from the get-go. You need to have a baseline first. Baselines are important. (laughs) Yeah. I think I understand what they were trying to do. Um, I do see, like, I do see that with David's conversation with Paul Giamatti's character, that that is supposed to be the baseline, like him Mm -hmm. telling the story is supposed to be the baseline, but he's already on drugs when he's talking to Paul Giamatti's character. Yeah. So it doesn't work as well. Yeah. I I don't know. It, It doesn't work. I didn't care. There's a lot of action and crazy things happening in the, in the movie. And I just was bored. Because it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't working for me. The pacing, like I agree, the pacing is totally off. Um, I can tell that just even without reading the book, because I didn't know what was happening. I felt like I was it was moving both slowly and too quickly at the same time. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. It was so crazy because I was like, okay, I just looked it up. The movie is an hour and thirty nine minutes long. We're literally in the first three chapters in the first hour of the movie. And then all of a sudden, everything just speeds up, and then it's over. And I was just like, "What the f- like what happened? Like, it why was did very we spend confusing. time on the things we spent time on?" I exactly. guess is probably the 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 bigger picture issue here. But I think that yeah. also with a with a book, I would imagine again, I haven't read it, but I would imagine with a book like this that has a lot of like hallucinations and characters kind of like becoming different things that. That's a very complicated and difficult thing to do in film, like, mm-hmm. period. Um, so I think it's it just was maybe too big of a project for what they actually could physically do. I think this would have done much better as a series. Sure. I know that that wasn't necessarily happening as much back in 2012 right. as it is, like, everything's a series now. Right. 
Um, but I think they got rid of or condensed characters that I think we needed. And I think that, I think that this was, I think exactly what you said. It it was too big of a project to really undertake and make into an hour and 39 minute film. Right. And I, I, yeah, you're, I mean, I could easily see this being a Netflix thing now. This could be a 10 episode thing. It mm-hmm. could even become a series because it lends itself to a series. It could easily mm-hmm. be like Ash versus the Evil Dead. Totally. Totally could easily become that. You do one season that's the book and then keep going after. Easily could be done. Yeah. Very easily could be done. Yeah. And probably, and probably would be very really successful. Well. Yeah. 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 This is uh, this does not work. This does no. not work. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, though. But I, I would be interested to watch a series attempting it again. Um, I would. I absolutely would. Yeah, I'd because there's there's interesting things here. I can tell the book is very good just based on like some of the stuff happening. Um, it is marketed as a comedy horror movie, which I didn't get. No, I didn't think it was funny. And I, I didn't, didn't think it was funny. I, think it was I didn't scary. think it was scary either. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, what was what, the comedy? What's the comedy here? No idea. I don't a, know. It has a lot of like um things that I like mushed together. Like there's definitely like if you want to go the superhero route, you could get some Peacemaker or some Loki fucking in here. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like elements of Peacemaker and Loki that I saw in here. And then there's also like like I said we have like some Ghostbusters even um ash versus evil dead i could see it going that way like there's a lot of these different things that are very popular and very successful kind of mashed in here so it but it 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 doesn't the characters are just too muted mm-hmm. there's a lot of oh pe- my god it so unfortunate what is with this band why do we spend so much time on this band because we don't really spend that much time on the band but i wish we spent zero time on the band because that song is possibly the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't know. And the confusing thing is, is in the book, like Dave is supposed to be a part of the band and then he like fake dies. And then they're like, oh, we need someone to play. And then John is just happens to be there and is like, I play guitar and then like takes over. And like it, it's and that's like really the only reason why Dave is at that party. Like, it's just so weird. I don't know. It's, there's just a lot of weird stuff. You and did, like the band does like not even the camel, camel Holocaust song? No. No. It was dreadful. Crushed by your Gallagher of apathy? I, it was just next. Thank you, next. My melon soul. <laughs> cannibal. Cam, camel. Camel Holocaust, not cannibal Holocaust. That would make too much sense. That would make too much sense. No. Yeah. Then they just shout hair a bunch of times after yeah, that. that. That's not in the book. So okay, well, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It came from Don Coscarelli. Thank you, Don. <laughs> Thanks, Don. Guys, read the book. The book is fantastic. You can you can skip the movie. <laughs> um, is there a psychic Jamaican man in the book? Yes. Okay. Did you feel that that character was well represented? It wasn't in the movie or the book. <laughs> in the movie, was it well represented from the book? Um, 
there was more of him in the book that you kind of he fucks with jo- with Dave more, and then they tie it around with him bringing back to John. Is so he no. supposed to have an awful accent? Yes. Okay. Because Dave doesn't think that he's really Jamaican. He he's thinks that not. it's. Like, yeah he and so that's what that's what i'm saying in the book and so he's like he literally is just like fucking with everyone yeah is like what dave's perception of him is sure okay i mean i the uh, the accent is awful but i i agree that it's supposed to be but it was upsetting at first yeah no (laughs) i like that's not supposed to be real right okay good it's not supposed to be real because it's so bad because obviously in the book you hear a lot of Dave's like inner monologue. Yeah. You hear it all because it's all told from his – and he's like, this guy is like full of shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I, I can feel like like he's a good character, but like mm-hmm. I don't get him. He's an- not played well. No. Yeah. He's so dull where he's supposed to be like super quippy and super like on point and just like funny. Like the book is funny. There was just no baseline John Dave relationship. No. We need that. It's so important. Yeah. Because well, how am I I don't understand their friendship. How are they I friends? Don't how long have they no. been friends? Are they how close are they before this mm-hmm. shit goes down? They seem really close at at the beginning end. <laughs> the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie that's actually the end of the movie. Yeah. Where they fight the snake lady mm-hmm. and the weird guy with made of meat. Yeah, there's really no context as to why Dave would follow John into all of this in the movie. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Don't like the the bratwurst phone. Not a fan of that joke. It's it's, weird. I'm guessing it's that was book. supposed to be funny. It's in it's in the book. It's vi- it doesn't it's, translate it's well. It's probably funnier in the book. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I, my main note is I'd write notes, but I don't really know what's happening. And also, I don't care what's happening. Yeah. So that's that's that pretty much in summation, my feelings on it. Yeah, I only wrote one note about it. Lots it of good literally- lots of good things here. Just yeah, not, you know, I feel like most of the good things are coming from the, the book. And we yeah. need, we need to maybe try again. In conclusion, someone make this a series. Yeah. Absolutely. I would watch it. Yeah. There are people that like this movie. I've gotten a couple messages from people saying, oh, I think you'll like it. Um, I might read the book. I I honestly suggested or if you I don't I know you, do you don't. like I do you like the audible um, I do. narrator because uh, it sounds like something I would I would like to listen to. I think it's better to listen to. He's yeah. the guy that does it is great. Yeah, there's books to read and books to listen to. And that's mm-hmm. probably one. That's going to fall on the listen to list. Cool. Yeah, he cre- he creates a really good picture. Awesome. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. But I'm I'm good. I'm good without the, the movie ever seeing yeah. it again. Just skip it. Okay. Well, do. Thank you. Thanks for letting yep. me know after, Carly. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, well, you had to watch it. Yeah, it's true. I did. <laughs> um, I'm glad that I, I've at least watched it. Like I said last week, like that movie has been on like netflix streaming for Mm -hmm. years and years and it was always on my 2012 (laughs) it was always on my like hey watch this kind of list and i was always like no it doesn't look like my thing and yeah it wasn't so there's that you know what's really weird 
is that I thought just based on the poster and like seeing it small on my screen, you know, I thought mm-hmm. it was the an Asian man was the main character, which is not. No. But I thought that it was weird that it's actually a white dude with an Asian man's name. Yep. So I don't know where that happened in my brain. But I, was yeah. re- <laughs> I was really confused when I was watching the movie. I was like, where's the Asian guy? And then um, and then he said his name and, and I was like, oh, what is happening? I'm so yeah. confused in life. I'm, I am glad that they explained that because it is very weird. It's, it's weird. But I mean, yeah. the actual writer is a white man with an Asian man's um, pen name. So yes, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that. I don't know. I don't get it at all, period. But fine does it make more sense in the book maybe um i think they give the same explanation of just him changing it so like he's harder to find harder to find how um because obviously like he uh because of monsters i i think so but he changed his name before the monsters happened um yeah uh after Mm. When they After. went, when they went through that thing that took him to the other world, they were calling him. They were calling him David Wong then. Yeah, but that's when he and uh. When would he have time to change his name? That's when he and John were doing that work, though, with finding like the demon, like not not the demons, but the monsters and Nuh-uh. things. The timeline in this movie is very confusing. That was like but, right after the mall scene when it all started to go down. I don't know. Unless I mean, I, I mean, the timeline doesn't make any sense then. No, the timeline doesn't make any sense because when they did that, David didn't know Marconi, but John knew Marconi. Sure, but you also have to remember that this is being told by David. The whole movie is being told. By David to Paul Giamatti. Right. So it's all, it's not, we're not seeing it as it happens. We're seeing it as, as David is telling it. So obviously as David in that, in that booth is David Wong. That's how he's telling the story. Right. But if, if in a, I would think that that's like a plot point. If you're going to another dimension and someone calls you by a completely different name, you'd be like, that's not my name. Well, but that's him. That's is his name now, and he doesn't want to give his real name because he is retelling it. This is got just it. what I got. No, no, from no, it. I so got you. I got, I'm following you. Know what I mean? You. Yes, I'm following you. Okay, that's what I. Think. I'll take. I'll take it. But like, mm. might not be real. I mm. might just have connected the dots in my. But he brain. could still say, "Hey, that's not my name," without saying his actual name. Well, that might not be what he called him, mm. but he might have just been like, "Oh, you know." Also, John does not die at the end. So. No, he dies at the beginning. And then is still alive. Correct. Somehow. Yeah. We don't know how. We're no. not supposed to ask that question. I haven't gotten to the end of the book, so I don't know if there's a reason why it's called that. So, so I, have, I can't speak to John dying at the end of the book. Which I'm assuming he doesn't. No. Because there's more books. So Yeah. I'm good. Okay, let's talk In about conclusion. let's talk about the Night House instead. <laughs> okay. Night House from 2020, written and directed by David Bruckner, who we know from The Signal, The Ritual, Southbound, and now directing the upcoming Hellraiser movie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's also written by Ben Collins and Luke Piotr. Let me try again. Piotrowski. 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 Yeah. Piotrowski. Um, and they both wrote Super Dark Times and The New Hellraiser also. Um, the IMDb summary is a widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets. So last week I said I heard this movie is boring, but I must have been hearing about another movie with a similar name because this movie is not boring. No, this movie surpassed my expectations. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was expecting to hate it. I I was expecting to be bored. Um, I like, obviously, I loved The Signal. I loved The Ritual. Mm -hmm. Southbound's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And his segment in Southbound is fantastic. So um, I don't think I put the connection together. I never really knew that David Bruckner directed this until I was watching it. Right, same. Um, But yeah, this movie definitely was creepier than I thought. I literally was like super spooked at some points. Um, The knocking on the door in the middle of the night. I loved the way – I'm not thrilled with – some things in it i wish it kind of was more specific to like a ghost story a little bit mm-hmm. um because that scene and i'm sorry i'm like kind of jumping ahead but that scene where she's outside and the girls are like running past her over the thing yeah like was super scary i thought it was very good i loved the the character arc the dialogue mm-hmm. all of it I really like Beth as a character. I found her relatable and um, everything she does makes sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate her as a character. Um, I don't like the end of this movie. Yes. But I do like the beginning a lot and i enjoy the meat of the film which i agree has a lot of really scary and original moments that i very much appreciate um david bruckner's very good at creating very creepy moments um endings don't seem to be his strong point yeah case in point the ritual one of the creepiest movies the year it was released i loved it but the end of it's really not that great also no it's not but I, I feel like The Night House kind of stands alongside it. Like, I definitely will rewatch The Ritual. I will definitely rewatch The Night House. Um, but the, I don't know. The end, I don't like how we wrap it up. I don't like, I don't like this demon thing. I feel like it's a little bit cop-out-y how we end it. I feel like we could have done something Strong. I think it almost takes away some of the scariness of the movie. I agree. And I think it's funny because I like the idea of this dark entity, but I wish that that was it. Like, I yeah. wish that, like, essentially, spoiler alert again, I wish that the aspect of the husband essentially sacrificing himself was enough. Like, it was kind of exhausting that this entity was, like, still there. You know what I mean? Like, it was too much. Like, it was still looking for her. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it, they have to do something, though. Mm-hmm. They can't just have it be she finds out what happened and nothing's no. after her. I mean, I, no. I think the last shot of the movie, as much as I don't really like the ending, I think the last shot of the movie is really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, If we're going that route, I think the actual, like, literal end is good. I just don't know that I like the way we're wrapping it up, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... It kind of turned into the Invisible Man at the end a little bit, and I totally and I'm not I'm not into that so much. Um, Tony watched the beginning of it with me, and he was pretty much convinced that Owen was a killer, like a serial killer, and he was hiding it from his wife. And I was like, I don't think that's what's going on here. Um, although he was kind of right, but yeah, he was. He was kind of right, but not in the way he thought he was right. No, no. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, it's good. It's got really yeah. creepy moments and I do recommend it. Um, I'm, and I'm not even sure why I don't like the ending as much as like, usually if I don't like an ending, I can think up a better one. Yeah, but I can't either. I'm having trouble doing that. So I, I it's tripping me up a bit. Usually I'm like, oh, they totally should have just done this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one, I'm like, I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like it was going kind of a ritualistic route. Um, yeah. Where there's all these like, there's this model of a woman with the with the stakes being shoved into her. Um, and I thought maybe there would be like a, oh my gosh, I'm almost my stomach. I didn't eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a growling monster it's just my stomach um i thought there would be like a maybe she has to do a sacrifice or a something or you know what i mean i thought maybe that would kind of be the ultimate ending but i don't know i don't know what i was thinking but the, i don't either the way uh, I kind of wish also that we would have gotten because obviously like the man was doing his research. Yeah. I I do wish that we got maybe a little bit more details to what he found and I did I miss it of like what what that statue like was he doing rituals as he was doing the murdering like what he was doing I think he was doing rituals while he was doing the murdering. Yeah. He he found out a way to trick the demon creature. Sure. Yes. Um, into thinking that the woman he was killing was his wife. Correct. Which would kind of take the heat off her for a period of time until the demon realized it wasn't her. And then... So basically, he's sacrificing all these women and, and giving them to this demon. Um and the only for some I don't understand why the demon can only get to her through him, I guess. Yeah. Or why he thought that like by giving his own life it would protect her somehow, but even though now there's not someone to like replace her. Like right. I, I mean I maybe didn't it understand was like how we got there. The demon could get to him only because he sleepwalks and be he was using oh. his sleepwalking as a method to try to kill his wife. So like gotcha. he sleepwalks, the demon can get in his head and was trying to get him to kill his wife because when she died 
previously and was brought back to life the demon had her and then she was brought back to life and then the demon didn't have her so yes. the, so because her husband's sleepwalking he can get in his head and try to get him to murder his wife and so he obviously didn't want to do that so instead of actually murdering his wife he started murdering these other women that looked like her um right so she starts to sleepwalk and now she has this connection with the demon so her grief i guess her grief over her husband has made her start sleepwalking, which I feel like is a thing. I feel like mm -hmm. it's a thing I read about once that, you know, when you're in the grieving process, your sleep patterns are disturbed. And I get, I, it's understandable that maybe you might start sleepwalking. I can yeah. I can believe that. Sure. Um, and I can I can get along with a demon can only get in touch with you and get in your head when you're sleepwalking. Because, I mean, dreaming is a form of, I mean, a lot of people think dreaming is a form of, like, you know, your brain leaves your body and you float around and whatever. So I guess mm -hmm. that makes sense. If you're able to move around while you're dreaming, that would be the perfect way to use a human to do your bidding. Yeah. Just talking my way through and it. And so <laughs> do, you think, do you think that her that the because obviously it's not ever the husband it's always the demon but the demon is kind of like using the connection of right. the husband Correct. to get to her yes so do you think by the demon showing this house with the with all these other things and her trying to uncover it and like solve the puzzle is kind of bringing her and widening that connection to the demon could be okay could be but i think otherwise i wouldn't i wouldn't understand why f him showing her that is important that's like the only thing that i can really think of and like that's i don't think it's the ever her husband no me either it's always the demon pretending to yeah. be your husband yeah yeah so he's just he's trying to get and maybe he's trying to see what happened. Maybe he gets a better insight to what the husband was doing by having her explore this house. And I and I feel like maybe as like as she is learning more about it, she's kind of like and and accepting this connection with a spirit that she believes is her husband. She's kind of like engaging and allowing that connection and so then at the end, when she has all these realizations, that's when, like, the demon is kind of strong en enough to kind of take over her. I think the the strangest part about it, though, is why is the demon showing her exactly what happened? I mean, it's it's all for the viewer's benefit. It's not well, for that's her I mean. benefit. So I think I that's think kind of where the storytelling falls apart a bit. No, I think it makes sense because I I think again it's it's whereas before she just she didn't know any of it so she's kind of that connection is like a very like light signal but as she's kind of becoming engulfed in all of these things and seeing all of these things it's making um it's basically like allowing the demon to really infiltrate her thoughts to really like cement that lock so that way she gets to the point at the end where he can just take her out and talk her into doing the same thing i guess yeah because you see it get more intense as as she is finding out more sure you know? yeah 
I mean, I guess it's fine. I just feel like it could be better <laughs> at the end. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean? Like I like yeah. I said, I can't think of a better ending. So yeah. maybe I shouldn't fucking talk and I should just accept the ending and move on with my life. <laughs> I you get know. you, though. <laughs> I get you. There's just something that's not working and I can't fucking put my finger on it. And it's it's frustrating. I kept on thinking about the husband and how he looked so familiar. And then I realized that he was in Archive 81. Oh. I didn't see that yet. Oh, fuck. It's so good. We should do, like, the next series that we do. We Ooh, should do it. That'd be fun. Let's do it's, it. Yeah. Um, That's kind of like uh, analog horror a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Well, it's got an analog aspect, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's got the um, the guy who fixes up videotapes sure. and things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I think it's a the Nighthouse is a very original movie. It's got some yeah. very original scares, some very interesting scares. I'm into it. I recommend it. Um, I do too. Um, there is something that doesn't work quite right, as I mentioned at the end, but ultimately, um. It, might it took just me be by me. surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe upon a second watching, I would feel differently about the end. I definitely went into it with a little bit like judgy eyes already. Like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh, God, this is not OK. It's not I'm bad. here for it. I yeah. think I think the uh, they could have done more with some of those visual um confusing images where she's looking at something and then you see a man moving within the shadow of the i don't even know how they did that that was very cool where she's looking at what is it like a um, column in the house Mm -hmm. and then the way the columns cut it turns into a dude i I mean that that i would have loved a little bit more of that and to kind of fixate more on how the husband like constructed these things this way, which is just and why and why yes maybe we just need more why yeah maybe the ending would be better if we had more why that's what I'm saying yeah. like I wanted because especially like he found he, they had all these books so she went to the bookstore like what he obviously didn't have these books just for this chick yeah like he went there for a reason and I want to know more about like the lore yeah to be honest like sure. I want to know more about what he found and why he knew to do all of this stuff like I want to know I want to know more but the Nighthouse is not a short movie how long do we want the Nighthouse to be I mean there's some stuff that they could have cut to replace it you know okay. it's an hour and 47 yeah I think um I think there are certain things that we could have replaced more information what if the woman in the bookstore like he ends up like she's she's more knowledgeable on these types of things and she ends up like knowing more about the story and could then tell the wife and that's kind of what i was thinking yeah because obviously like he was helping she was helping him pick out these books so i was expecting when she came to visit and tell the story it wasn't just going to be about this like weird kiss that they had it was going to be kind of more in depth on what she was like kind of that would have been a good way to add more yeah why you know yeah totally cool all right we cracked the code that's how you fix the movie Boom. Done. We just needed to talk it You're out. You're welcome. We just need, yeah, we, we got it. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> I get frustrated when I don't like a movie and I can't figure out how to make it better. <laughs> well, I'm glad we had this talk then. <laughs>
but they don't like it. You can't say you don't like a movie and then try to explain why without having a better option. 100%. I d- Otherwise, I you're just like a hypocrite. Right? I don't yeah. want to be a hypocrite. There's got to be a way. Uh, <laughs> There's got to be. There's got to be. Um, so I think we did it. We cracked the code. Congratulations. I'd shake your hand if we were in person together right now. I just shook my own hand. Oh, for I'm going to do that. That's wonderful. How lovely. <laughs> um, okay. So that's the Nighthouse. Recommend. Go check yeah. it out if you haven't already. Totally. So. I mean, what's going on with you, Carly? We have a little bit of time to kill here. We do. Um, I am trying to think. I saw it's been a, a big week for things to watch, I feel like. Sure. Um, I saw Top Gun on Thursday. Ooh. And I fucking loved it. Wow. I had so much fun watching this movie. Really? I really did. And it's funny. I had never seen the original Top Gun. Until the day before. What? <laughs> what? what? I How? literally just watched Top Gun for the first you time watch on Wednesday. movies constantly. It did not interest me. Okay. I did not have, and as a child, I did not have any interest in airplanes or Tom Cruise. What? Um, what child in the 90s didn't have an interest in Tom Cruise? I was not into Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I think okay. the first movie I saw of his that I actually liked was Vanilla Sky, to be honest. <laughs> such a weird thing to say. I know. I literally was like not into Tom Cruise okay. ever. Okay. Um, I respect him more as an adult because I feel like he just like he does have a really big passion for the types of movies that he creates. That's and funny. I respect them. him way less now. <laughs> uh, well, as an actor. Okay. Gotcha. Not as a human. <laughs> okay. Um, like he really, I feel like he's kind of just like a big kid. Like I definitely feel like he's, anyway, there's a, a lot of things that I could say about Tom Cruise, but <laughs> Tom Gunn, I think it was just so much fun. And I felt like the first Top Gun honestly was like a little weird, but I love <laughs> super this one. weird. It's a product yeah. of the time, one hundred percent. I was like, this is a love story between him and his best friend, and then him and this lady, and then him and Val Kilmer, yeah, and then him and a lady again, yeah, um, and volleyball, and vo- also volleyball, also volleyball. Um, and the to- I suggest Top Gun Maverick. It was super fun. All right. I mean, I wouldn't even. I, it never even crossed my mind to watch it, but I guess now I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think you should. It's it's good. It's really just a good fun time. All like, right. Go go see it with Tony. You guys will have a blast. All right. We'll do. Um, and what else? Oh, we got Stranger Things that came out mm-hmm. yesterday. Did you start we got- that? I did. Oh, okay. I did. I've watched the first two episodes, and I like it so far. All right. Do you remember? Does it give you, like, a reminder of what happened? Because I don't remember at all. (laughs) The whole thing. Okay, good. There's – once you start it, it will give you an entire flashback. I remember Paul Reiser inside the building. Yep. And monsters. And that's that's, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. I'm glad that they do a good rehash because it's been years, hasn't it? They – it's been two years, I think. Wow, yeah. 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 And so I think the way that they're doing it is there's seven episodes now, and then there will be a part two um, July 1st, where there is going to be another seven episodes, okay. maybe. Cool. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to do that. 
Go check it out. I haven't, I kind of was avoiding it, but I don't know why. Yeah. It's, uh, it was a fun watch. Okay. I did the first two episodes. I don't know where we're going. Sure. Um, We get a little bit more Winona Ryder, which I love. I love her. Love Same. her. Oh my gosh. Samesies. Yeah. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi just came out with the first two episodes. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a, a fun watch filled weekend, long weekend. I'm excited for the three day weekend, to be honest. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, my husband's out of town and I've been watching, um, I figured I'd pick a show that he probably wouldn't be very interested in, uh, to watch that I'd been wanting to watch. So I've been watching The Great. Oh, yes. Is on Hulu. Have you watched it? I haven't. I need to. It's, you would like it. Although I will give you a warning. There are a lot of animals getting killed. But I will say that all of the animals are extraordinarily CGI. Like, uh, above and beyond CGI. Why are we murdering animals? Because in that time, a lot of people are killing things left and right. And so it's done in kind of a comical way. It's never like sad or depressing, but you find that always sad and depressing. So I'm just giving you a heads up. I do. Thank you. There are moments. Thank you. Where there will be very CGI animals getting killed, Um, along with people left and right. (laughs) It's a very common thing. Sure. It's it's Russia, you know, in like the 1700s. So there's that. Um, is it 1700s? Yeah, I think it's 1700s. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I am immensely enjoying it. Um, I love um, how it's like getting me interested in history without like actually being history. Because like mm-hmm. something will happen. Um, even the show says it says it's a um, it's um, at times a, a true story. Or it's not, it's definitely not fully. I mean, they don't even make any attempt to try to speak Russian. There is no attempt to, um, to speak the Russian language, write the Russian language. Um, It really doesn't seem very Russian at all, even though it takes place in Russia, everyone speaks English. It's very like modern the way they talk to each other and things. So Mm -hmm. like, it's a very modernized version of, of what happened. But I, I love that there's like, snippets of it that you can tell are real and then you end up wanting to like search research it and find okay yeah what part of this is real because i'm very interested to know what parts of this are possibly real or that they're taking god did that happen (laughs) some things definitely are you're like oh oh okay uh there was a rumor that she fucked horses you know like things like that (laughs) yeah so um i i very much like the show i very much enjoy the show and I very much recommend the show. And the third, I'm and watching the second season now, and the third season comes out in November. So something to so you should watch it before November, so you can enjoy the third season when it's released. Um, I will do that. Yeah, highly recommend. Um, and then yeah, I, I think I'll probably watch Stranger Things. Um, but I mean, beyond that, I'm not really. That's it. I've been kind of focusing on the great right now. I binged nice. it. Binged it. Were you. You saying the great actually reminded me I also saw the new Downton Abbey movie oh, yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. And I know I told you about this already, but I had negative expectations. Like I had zero expectations and then even less because let's be real. I see the movies because I just love the characters and I've been with them for so long. Um, 
I personally thought this movie was much better than the last one. Um, I saw it with one of my girlfriends and we just like laughed through the whole thing. There was some tears. It was enjoyable. And um, I mean, I definitely think that if you had a choice between that and Top Gun, go see Top Gun. Um, (laughs) But it's definitely like a fun watch. I'll wait till it's. That's totally fair. And watch totally it then. fair. But I, I yeah. will watch it. If you're recommending, I will watch yeah. it. I have no one to go with, and I feel like going to the theater to watch that alone is going to be kind of depressing. Honestly, I 100% would not have seen it if my girlfriend wasn't like, you like Downton Abbey, right? And I was like, absolutely, I do. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have waited till sure. it's streaming. Sure. Um. So have we decided what we're going to next week and we're going to be together, which is very exciting because we haven't seen each other since. Have we seen each other since COVID hit? We haven't, right? No. Mm -mm. My gosh. I mean, we usually at least see each other once a year. Yeah. So it's been like two years and that's very sad. Um, But we're going to have a a Amy Carly weekend next weekend and we're going to go to the movies and we're going to go to Monster Palooza and we're going to go meet this cast of Scream, which is exciting um i'm so nervous <laughs> i'm so nervous i don't care if that covid's a thing like i can't wait for my matthew lillard hug if i don't get yeah. a matthew lillard hug i'm gonna be real upset about it <laughs> yeah oh my little heart can't take it <laughs> i'm like i don't even know I'm i don't so, even know i'm so excited skeet Ulrich. It's just going to it's going to be like teenage Amy's dream come true. (laughs) I just hopefully I wait like when I met Carrie always I was like a human when I saw him and then like right afterwards I burst into tears. (laughs) So I hope we can cry together. (laughs) Yeah. I hope that if I feel the need to cry it's after the photo. Yeah. Sure. You know it's going to be an only only ask. (laughs) (laughs) Oh all right. Well, I'm very excited about next weekend. Me too. All right. Should we spin the wheel? Let's spin this wheel. All right. Let me turn on my volume. I probably should have said that after I had the wheel thing up. All good. It's cool. Whatever. It is. All right. Uh, Let me... I'm just... There's so much on this wheel. I, I This could go many different ways. So, fingers crossed, Carly. Oh, wheel we of terrors. What are we watching? this next week the resort oh i don't know what that that is i don't either but that was a short spin so obviously it knows what it's doing yeah i changed it so it only spins very short things now oh okay it was very direct yeah it was very Um, direct so the resort has a fun little poster and it is streaming on hulu okay the resort. Here we go. The what resort. else are we watching with the resort? <laughs> oh, no. Is it Suspiria? Yes. Shut up. Shut the front door. <laughs> we said if we were going to do it, we were only going to do Suspiria, though. That's true. Do you want to skip? Yes. Okay. That's a long, it's a dedication. Listen, I will leave it on the wheel, but we have to spin Suspiria first or else we're not doing it. Fair. That's the rule. That's fair. Fucking A. All right, I'm spinning again. That's so funny. I knew. I knew it. You did. Okay. 
Here Comes the Devil. I have no idea what that is. Me neither. I have no idea. I think you added it to the list, so. I don't know. I probably just saw the word devil, and I was like, that's probably scary. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh my God. It's got a terrible picture. It's only an hour and a half. Um, (laughs) Should we skip it, or do you want to tough it out? Look, I don't know. Uh, Okay, so here's the synopsis according to Just Watch. Okay. A married couple loses their children while on a family trip near some caves in Tijuana. The kids eventually reappear without explanation, but it becomes clear that they are not who they are, or that they are not who they used to be, that something terrifying has changed them. How is that different from the resort? I'm probably, there's no children involved. I don't know. Are they okay? But they're both about being on vacation, so they go together. The wheel knows what it's doing. The wheel does know what it's doing. It didn't really know for this week's episode with the night house and John dies at the end. It didn't. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> but this one was is definitely God. This thing is weird and and creepy. What's weird cool. and creepy? This like little child at the top of the just watch. Well, that's a um, good. Here comes the devil page. That's a good. That's a good sign. Right. Yeah. If something's creepy, I'm very curious. All right. All right. Here comes the devil in the resort. We're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, so here comes the devil is streaming on HBO. Okay. HBO and Hulu this week. Yep. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to watch HBO two wasn't movies ready to I've give up. Never even heard of before. That's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. Is. It's it's been it's it's pretty rare that I watch a movie that I've never even heard of before. I know. I feel like usually I have some kind of idea, even if it's maybe not right. There's like an idea in my head. Right now, there's really nothing other than they're probably awful because I've never heard of them before. Yeah, totally. But we've I been surprised. I think Here the Devil might be a foreign flick. That's that's good. That's promising. Yeah. That's promising. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited to check it out. We're going to trust in the wheel, um, except for Suspiria. Ugh. Yeah, it's um, from Mexico, so it's in Spanish. Nice. Which is great. I can practice my Spanish for when I go to Mexico. Exactly. The wheel does know what it's doing. It knows. It knows that I'm practicing Spanish. I'm basically fluent. She is. I know Uno. You should have heard her. I know Dos. (laughs) I know Trace. (laughs) She can get away with it, is all I'm saying. I know more than that, by the way. I'm just making a joke about myself. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, I always said that if I could have any superpower, it would be to know every language that has ever existed in the world. I love that superpower. I, and, and I was talking to a friend once and I said that and they're like, that's not a superpower. You just need to learn things. <laughs> and I was like, but I do not have the ability to learn those things because I have tried multiple times to learn other languages and I have been very good at learning very little of multiple different languages and not very good at becoming fluent in any of those languages, even though I have very much tried Um Maybe like a photographic memory. Yeah, I just, I do, whatever that, there are people that have a mind for languages. I have yeah. a friend that knows like five languages fluently. Um, I am not that person. I've just never, yeah. <laughs> that was their major in college. They just majored in languages and just knew all the languages. That's so cool. Isn't that amazing? I just yeah. always think that's so, and it's not like, 
all of the romance languages that are similar. It's like right. very different languages. Um, yeah, I try, but you know. No, I think that's so cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know Spanish, but I I would love to know Spanish someday. <laughs> I get someday. very confused with Italian. They're too similar. Uh, I I studied Italian in school. And mm-hmm. I, I lived in Italy for a summer, which I got, that's the closest I've ever been to being fluent. <laughs> <laughs> but then I moved to Southern California, where a lot of people speak Spanish. So yeah. now I speak like a weird Italian-Spanish hybrid. Um, and neither of them very well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at with language. Yeah, I always, I don't know, I when I started taking language when I was little, uh, the school that I went to... It, it was like only French. Okay. And so I took like three years of French. And then when I got to middle school and I switched schools, that's when like the offer of Spanish was a thing. Sure. And so it was like, obviously, I want to take Spanish because like more people that I know speak Spanish versus speaking French. Right. And then I just like forgot all of my French. Even And I'm like, God, if I would have kept like with one you know throughout i would have like been actually fluent but it's not the way the cookie crumbled i mean it does kind of help you to know more than one language but if they're similar enough you can obviously confuse things and all the romance languages are very similar obviously um anyway i digress it's not really part of the conversation i'm just saying (laughs) i've been trying i've been attempting to learn spanish my sister-in-law is spanish um, like Spain, Spanish, and my brother lives in Spain. So, like, I mm-hmm. would love to be able to speak Spanish with them. Um, yeah, because my sister in law is fluent in English, but obviously Spanish is her first language, and she's more comfortable speaking Spanish. Spanish. It'd be nice to you know talk to her in Spanish. But no, that'd be so cool. She does teach English um, remotely, and I have nice. thought of like letting her teach me, but you know the time changes. <laughs> very difficult (laughs) yeah that'd be cool though if you guys like met once a week or something and just like talked in spanish it would be great conversations it would be great uh i would be terrible at it but she's very patient (laughs) yeah but that's how you learn yeah you know it's true it's true my brother is like pretty much fluent now which is very exciting that's amazing he's been living there for years at this point yeah um he didn't really have a choice (laughs) because yeah you know that's what happens when you live there. True. Anyway, I know. I miss. That's the one thing that's great about traveling. If you travel for long enough, you know, you start to like learn things. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. I wish I stayed in Italy longer. Oh well. Okay. What am I talking about? Oh, next week we're watching the resort, and here comes the devil. Until then, I'm Amy, and I'm Carly. What notes am I hitting? You were going for the sky.